Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, brother? I'm doing good. It's good to be back with you one more time. Uh, I really appreciate your advocacy on our behalf. Well, Corey, tell us now uh, about the, this journey and, and uh, thus far on the journey in, in this fight. Uh, how has that been going? Uh, what's what's up? What's what's new? Well, over the course of the last month and a half, uh, my organization, along with other other advocates for black farmers, have been in talks with uh, the Biden transition team. And it seems that it's more of the same. Uh, there has been a uh, bill introduced back in November by Senator Cory Booker for uh, the Justice for Black Farmers Act of 2020. Uh, you know, naturally, with legislation that may, you know, take some time to uh, to pass. However, uh, my organization proposed an executive order that would right the wrongs uh, from the Pickford uh, litigation, in which it was the largest civil rights case. Uh, ever uh, decided against the United States uh, for discrimination, it, well, it was in favor of the black farmers. Let me ask and, you about the appointment of uh, Agriculture uh, Secretary. Uh, wh- how do you? How are you feeling about this? Uh, you just wanted to get my bull, my blood boiling early in this conversation. <laughs> uh, Secretary Vilsack, he was uh, appointed uh, through the Obama administration. And for eight years, it was more of the same. Under his leadership, black farmers suffered and continue to suffer uh, deprivation of land, denial of loans, and every other thing uh, that, that you can imagine under the sun. Secretary Vilsack has been artful in suppressing the truth about his record in regards to civil rights. And so over the last month, as we were having our conversation with the transition team and we found about uh, found out about him being nominated once again, we were absolutely livid because he's a known quantity. He has a track record for discriminating and suppressing the constitutional rights of uh, black farmers as well as other socially disadvantaged farmers. But with, with what I find interesting, we had a very, very fruitful conversation with uh uh, Cedric Richmond from right down in Louisiana from your area. Right, right. I know Cedric. And he, on the Zoom conference, he said that, you know, he's very well aware what happened with Bill Sack uh, and the, the Obama's uh, administration's woeful record on civil rights in the USDA. And he was only there for the last two years of it. But however, well, with his new position, he would also be aligning uh, this fight with Susan Rice, who would be head of the domestic policy, and also take it to uh, Cory Booker and uh, to uh, Kamala Harris to to make sure that they could put the reins on Bill Sack and uh, his employees there so that this uh, problem will be fixed. But that's not good enough. Uh, for example, President Trump, when he was in office, He used the power executive order when the trade wars with China persisted. They made available $46 billion to farmers for relief. Well, if President Joe Biden is serious about his 
rhetoric about uh, equality, then he should not have any problem assigning a proposed executive order to remove any discretion from Tom Vilsack on fixing these black farmers' cases. Corey, do and, you expect any type of movement like that from the Biden camp? Uh, do, you, do you expect him to do anything like that? Because, folks, let me tell you something. If, in fact, the Republicans did not give and, Corey, we got to talk about this. If the Republicans did not give the black farmer their due and for whatever reason a Democrat administration does, there is something out of out of kilter here. Corey, talk us about talk to us about the imbalance of that political uh, uh, framework and focus. If that were to occur, talk to us. Well, what we have done has, has put the Democrats on notice as well as the Republicans. And what we have found out over the last two years is that uh, black people have uh, taken the initiative to go to the polls now. But our vote will no longer be a gimme for Democrats. And from the standpoint of they always come begging for their vote, for black, uh, the black community's vote. But once we give them their, our vote, we get nothing in return. And so as we saw then in Georgia, which we was hoping that uh, what we put forth uh, to the Republicans would sway the Georgia's votes, but we, we didn't really get on uh, good traction uh, with that administration, probably because maybe we didn't have a chance to get to the decision makers. But early on, the Biden administration has shown that they have buffers between the people and the the actual decision makers. And so somehow we're going to have to root out these people standing in the way of justice because what we will deliver is this. 2022 is coming. And whatever party that will step up and fix this situation, you will get our vote. Nothing is more important than the ownership of land. And as the population in the United States uh, grows. Well, the ownership of real estate also grows, or the the uh, the 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 hope to own real estate. Because when you own real estate, you have a voice. Yeah. And the and the deprivation of black farmland and and how black farmers are being illegally foreclosed on when Congress has sought to uh, protect the black farmers. For example, both parties have been instrumental, but more so what people don't recognize is that if it was not for Newt Gingrich back in 1998 with the, uh, uh, when some black farmers uh, from Georgia went to him, they never would have extended the statute of limitations that would have made the pick for litigation possible for the majority of the black farmers. And, and in support of that, to, to go further down the road, Senator Chuck Grassley was instrumental in getting things done to help black farmers. And so, yeah, people have a misconception of, well, the Republicans are trying to uh, deny all uh, equal rights. That's not true. Uh, but both parties are guilty of trying to suppress this situation as before us now. And again, as I promised, we have already started. We're, we've started uh, the same way that the political machines in Georgia have started. We're starting to organize in an effective way. And if we have just rhetoric from this administration, when those seats come up in 2022, 
there will be a, a ch- uh, change in the balance of power on Capitol Hill. That's a promise. Folks, this is a man who is fired up. And Corey Lee, I want you to tell everybody, is is, uh, is Vivian Childs there with you? Or, Michelle, are we going to do that separately? How are we going to do that? I'm here. How Vivian, you? you're there. Vivian, you have not chimed in yet. And, you know, I know that you are somebody who chimes in. So chime <laughs> in and tell us your side of this story that's going on as well. I'm telling you, you know me, I, I, I don't mind being in the back as long as what happens comes out and we cross that finish line. Of course, it's done a great job at that. And I thank you too, CL, while I have the opportunity to say that for what you're doing to put the word out there. God One thing Corey did say today, and, and I'm pleased that he did, is that we're disappointed. Not by any particular administration, but when he mentioned the buffers, for whatever reason, we are definitely, we couldn't be reaching the right people. I cannot believe that people in leadership who profess to do so much for so many would allow our farmers to have their land taken from them over and over again. And that is what bothers me. That's why I'm still here fighting every day. You know, we talk about hope all the time. And yeah. so I said, to me, hope means helping our people every day. Yeah. So when we look at hope, that's what we need to be doing. And we're not doing enough for the black farmer. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I just love better. that. So he's right. We're at the table now. And I'm going to give them every opportunity to right this wrong. I love that. You know, Vivian, I just love that. Uh, helping our people every day, regardless of who your people are, help them. Hope. Yeah. Give them hope. Help our people every day. I love that. In fact, uh, listen, the work that you all are doing, I want to applaud you, uh, Vivian. I know that you don't do this for any accolades or applause. You do it because that's your that's your creed. You help our people every day. That's your creed. That's what she does. And I want to thank you for that. And I know that uh, black farmers uh, around uh, the nation are very grateful. Coming from that uh, kind of stock myself, I still hold on to a parcel, a small parcel of a farm that had been in our, our family for over 150 years, uh, since right after slavery down here in Louisiana. And, and so I, this is a, a subject that's near and dear to my heart. Corey, continue to fight the good fight. Vivian, God bless and God keep you both. Thank you so much for coming on. Michelle, we'll get them back on real soon. Thank Thank you so much.